Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Because I actually went to film school for two years. Oh, cool. Why am I fucking hate? Oh, why did I just say that like that? Ew, what, what film a school? I actually, You said I actually went to film school. <laughs> yeah, like, like, actually, hey, look, I actually know what I'm talking about. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, welcome to Shit They Don't Tell You. It's a CastBox original produced in partnership with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android. Did you know that, Nikki? I didn't know that. I wish someone had told me. Well, that's where you can find all your favorite podcasts, don't you know? And you can listen to Shit They Don't Tell You wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. No, it is the best. That's right, Steve. I like it better than my wife. Excuse me? But that's not hard. Cue laugh track, please. Cue intro. Please. Why didn't anyone tell me? What's up? Welcome to the Shit They Don't Tell You podcast. I'm Steve Green. I'm Nikki Limo. And we are joined today by Matoki Maxted. What's going on, guys? He is a YouTuber. He's a creator. He's the host of Exposed, which is a rival podcast. Mm-hmm. A rival. <laughs> Competing <laughs> podcast. It's actually also a CastBox original, this so I hope you're listening on CastBox. And that's where it's extra competition because we're all on the same platform. Yeah. 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 We're well, all competing for attention, for exactly. homepage exposure. <laughs> that's true. On the little the, the thing at the yeah. top? Yeah. yeah. Have and you been I, on there a bunch? I was on there a little yeah. bit. We've Where been on there a bunch, a ton, dude. A ton. <laughs> like a more lot. than me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was embarrassed. I was like, this is a lot. Like, they gave us a medal for how much we were featured. <laughs> oh, no kidding. And I was like, I don't need this medal. There's too many medals. <laughs> yeah. They gave me one of those participation awards. Mm, oh. Yeah, we saw those in the office. <laughs> yeah. That says a lot. Mm-hmm. Now I think about it. Well, thanks for doing this, man. Thank you for yeah. having me. Can you describe your podcast to all the people so that they'll go to there instead? <laughs> well, like you said, it's called Exposed because we like to kind of reveal. Expose yourself? Yeah. We, wow. Well, one of our little Ooh. slogans is we actually film it and record it completely naked. Okay. Wow. okay. Which is a blatant lie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, however, Smart. yeah, we just like talk about our, our stories or reveal certain things about our lives and stuff like that. It's oh, fun. you're naked emotionally. Yes, oh, exactly. Oh, that's right. That's good branding. That's yeah. better branding. Yeah. I need that. It's, yeah. it's going to be right under the name. Yeah. Um, well, today I wanted to talk about the topic of burnout because I saw your video that you did about how you quit YouTube and how just like the pressure of creating just it, it kind of feels like once it becomes, once your hobby becomes a job, it just kind of uh, makes you 
hate it. It makes you hate everything. <laughs> and I yeah. feel like that's a really relatable top topic right now. I feel like a lot of YouTubers are experiencing that. And even if you're not a YouTuber, uh, you can experience burnout in whatever field you're in, whether it's school or work or anywhere that you like had goals and ambitions and then it turned into torture. <laughs> so Fair. let's talk about that. All for it. Yeah. Um, I'll say, yeah, one of the biggest things for me was realizing that it was like the transition from like a hobby to more of like a job was when I dropped out of college. Mm. So that was like a big realization. By the way, dropping out of college is our next episode. (laughs) Hey, stay tuned, everyone. Yeah, yeah, I I, I like to keep everything like lighthearted and fun when I make like YouTube videos and and anything content online. Mm -hmm. I I love that though. I know. I'm so glad (laughs) you agree. That's how we filter our friends. If you go content, we're like, you're cool. And if they're like, my content, my content. "Mm -hmm." Okay, you're in uh, this basket over here. Some of those people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, fuck those guys. Those guys, go back and listen to all our podcasts and listen for who. See if you can figure out who it is. It's really not that hard. Real friends are. I probably didn't even post those. Whoa, too real. Yeah. Anyway, when you're creating your content, right? Um, Yeah, which by the way, I think is actually really great. I I like your channel. I think you have a real a real tone to you. You don't do the like YouTube like hey guys. Yeah. Hey guys, what's, what's up? up? Guys, what's up? And I'm gonna say guys a lot during this video. Guys, I love that shit, man. All the gamers uh, say guys the whole time. They don't even say anything else. They just say on. guys the whole time. Oh, there's girls watching too. Yeah. yeah. Come on. 2018. Hey, what's up? All. Hey it's y'all. It's just so bro vibey to me that it just makes me want to punch through the thing. You know. There's non-binaries watching too. Yeah. Like. It's true. Come those on. are those gamer chairs that already make me hate you because you're like you're in a gamer chair that looks like a race car. <laughs> like, are you driving? I don't. Yeah, get what it. is this? It's like always red or yeah. like always green. red, always violently <laughs> no, whatever super, the color they're it is. They're super cool though. Yeah, they're great. That's why you are guys they are comfortable. Hating. I've never sat. in I've heard they're ergonomically great. Oh. <laughs> wow. I sat in a couple uh, at Maker Studios back in the Please day. Please say that name or that word again and again. It ergonomically really, really nice. turns me hey, on. Oh, you don't like ergonomics? I think you of all people with bad back problems would love ergonomics. You should look into it. But I specifically won't do it because it's nerdy. Okay, well, you're gonna live with a bad back forever. I'd rather have a bad back than be a fucking nerd. I get it. I'm all for ergonomics because, like, they have certain mouses or, like, mice. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, the mice. Yeah, (laughs) yes. Yeah, they do, like, all kinds of stuff for your hands and stuff, right? Uh, Wireless uh, or keyboards and uh, even got, like, back massager. That's it. Yeah, those are tight. Are you a gamer? You play games? Um,. I actually hate video games, but oh, you do an exception oh. with Fortnite because I'm one of those guys. Oh, you're that uh, guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yes. it. But do you like it though? I actually really enjoy. It, that's why. See, yeah. here's the thing. I would really like it if I didn't just suck complete ass at it. Like I'm so bad. <laughs> that's at it. That's why crazy. I like watching you though. That's why I want you to start a gamer channel because I just like watching you suck ass. Mm. She does because because she sits there and laughs while I play Fortnite. I'm like, don't laugh at me. I'm trying to actually be good at this game. Because, yeah, that's why. Because that's how he is in life. He's so confidently bad. Oh, fair, fair. <laughs> I'm competitive as hell. That's the thing. Uh, like I want if I'm playing something, I want to be the best at it. And yeah. so then I'm just like, you know, it's just really yeah. He'll confidently depressing. say that he's going in the right direction and correct me on on it, and then be in the complete opposite direction. Dude, the first time I played that game, I was stalking I was like oh shit I'm about to fucking own this fool over here and, and I was like I was like I could see him behind the tree I was like it says your name you fucking idiot it says your fucking name and then I'm like circle straight like firing at him and he's not going down I'm like what the shit is this shit and I didn't realize that he was on my team yeah. and that's yeah. why I could see him That'll but at do first it. I got to make fun of him because I said he was a bad aim and so he really believed that that was what was happening uh, yeah <laughs> so. dude I'm like somebody's grandma playing a video game like it's sad yeah. but I, well, I want to know I want to yeah, do it right. so you does the grandma stream? No, I need to. 
Yeah, yeah I, don't, that's I, I haven't done that. I was trying to like figure it out so that when I live stream, we couldn't even figure out how to live stream. <laughs> They're so it's technologically so challenged. Yeah. It is Mark. hard, man. I had my even my brother come over and try to help me live stream. It was he was like, "Yo, dude, I'm tapping out." But <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah, oh he God. couldn't figure it out. He's yeah. pretty technically proficient. Mm. Yeah, There's I think so much software. Just like we have outdated stuff on because we're old because we don't. You There's know like how like steps to do that shit. Mm -hmm. Like my yeah. parents still watch DVRs and it's like <laughs> it's like that's how we are with technology <laughs> that's of now. So do you do you, do you mo do, I mean you you don't you do that obviously on your channel right? Uh, live stream? Yeah. No, um, but or I have Twitch. tried it out a little bit. Okay, yeah, gotcha. like Facebook live streaming and stuff. I like see. That. So you weren't even do you were just live streaming for the funsies. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. Okay. But, but that's like how your content started, is that you you were just doing it for fun. Like, you weren't like, I want to be a famous YouTuber. Yeah, that's what it's all about, right? You yeah. just kind of have fun playing around. Because I, I started out making videos because I wanted to be like an actor or film like creator. Same. So, yeah, you know, it's yeah. like, it's, like YouTube is the best outlet for that when you have nowhere else. Like, right, when you're not no getting middleman. opportunities, it's like instead of waiting for the phone to ring, yeah. like, well, let me just put myself out there yeah, and like create just... some stuff that <laughs> that I'm really good at and I'm sure I won't regret it later. Yeah, you're just chilling at home and like you hear a doorbell and it's like, hey, CBS uh, here. Um, <laughs> yeah. ABC, yeah, right. Hey, what's uh -huh. up? We just wanted to make a video with oh, you. Like, I put the best out, like, shit too YouTube is because I know a lot of tubers over the years and I worked with all the, all the all the big biggest guys at you some point tubers. and girls the tubers, yeah. um, and girls yes. sure and but, girls. but the guy, mostly work with the biggest guys frankly um, and I remember one of the guys he was telling us I was in a writer's room and he was telling us how um, he is the he was the most watched YouTuber at the time and he was like I, he had it on his headshot on the back of his headshot it said blankety blank is the most popular entertainer in the world who has more Wait. views than Jay Leno, David Letterman at the time, you know, all oh, these guys, uh, Conan O'Brien, all these guys combined. And mm -hmm. I was like, dude, that's crazy. I was like, so you've been, like, you're the most popular entertainer. Like, all these people have seen your stuff then. All these people in Hollywood have seen you, and they don't want anything to do with you. <laughs> do you ever think about it like that? Yeah. Do you ever think about the converse yeah. to that? Whoa. Like, if everyone, if all these millions, hundreds of millions and billions of views you have, how come nobody's knocking on your door going, Let, let's do a thing? No, that's 100% correct. But they don't do that math. No. They just do the I'm awesome math and it like it works out perfectly every time. It's yeah. so fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have a lot of fans like constantly reaffirming that too. There's like a bunch of yes men, like millions oh. of yes men all around you. It was at like all 11 times. year old kid. I know, but it doesn't matter because you're just reading text. So yeah. in their head, it could it's whoever, whatever well, age like, they Yo, want. Dude, I just watched Louis C.K. special and you were so much funnier. It's yeah. like, um, <laughs> it's like yeah. Nope. And they're like, I, I, I crunch the numbers, guys. It's true. <laughs> they're like, look, if you look. All these kids are saying I'm funnier than Louis C.K. Yeah. I think it is. But they True. don't see them as, as kids. That's the problem. I know, I know. It's I know. like, mm. it's, it's just words on a page. You see them as adults. Like, you see them as you commenting. Well, that's the like, other thing. So I was in a writer's room with the same person, and it was like, um, I kept on saying, well, the kids are going to like this joke. And he's like, well, can I just stop you real quick, Steve? He's like, they're not kids. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you could look at my analytics. And it says 18 to 35. That's my predominant audience. And I said, okay, buddy, but you got to listen to this part of it. When I was that a 12-year-old, 11-year-old kid and I was signing up for shit online, I would backdate my fucking age, too, because I want to see titties and cool stuff. <laughs> like, who didn't do that? He didn't do that, actually, in his video. Yeah, what an honest He said he was a good kid. Yeah. I would watch. I, would, I didn't sign up for accounts. Oh, yeah, you can get an account. That's yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. who, who does that? Yeah. Who, who's the honest kid who does that? Yeah. That kid gets beat no. up at school, and then, he, and then he doesn't do that anymore. Fucking nerd. Yeah. When I was on an Eminem message board, I used to say I was 16 when I was 13. Badass. Because if you're, you're such 16, a good girl, you could drive. Oh, I love <laughs> so. it. Badass. I love it. Yeah. Oh but yeah, God. you started doing doing YouTube for the funsies, right? And oh, then all 100%. of a sudden you're like, Whoa, I'm I guess a bunch of people found me. What do I do? 
Yeah, yeah. And like learning to like cater to an audience or like how to balance what you want to do right. with what other people want to see. Yeah, how do you guys deal with that? So we don't. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I gave I up. I just cry constantly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just feel like a lot of and a lot of YouTubers are going through the same thing right now because a lot of times you'll get found uh, through discovery based on a certain format that you do, and then that format will become popular. And then you kind of grow out of it and you want to do new things. But whenever you do new things, people are like, why aren't you doing that old thing that we love? And so it really like hinders you creatively because and then you just get sad, sadder and sadder. And mm -hmm. you start dreading filming and all the things that you used to love to do. You're It's now like. Like, I swear I'm getting sick every time I have to film a video. Like, I'm like, oh, no, I can't film. I'm getting so sick right now. Yeah. And it's only the certain type of format that I do that I used to love. And now I just feel like it's a chore and I want to do these other videos. But whenever I do the ones I love, people aren't. People aren't like as into them. And also, but I'm really happy doing them. Right. And so it's like, do I choose happy? No, 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 absolutely no, not. You do. have to hate we yourself. We never do. We never choose happy. <laughs> right, and I, I completely agree. Yeah, because um, like you have so many wave of, like waves of emotions come after you. Like when you're trying to film a video, knowing like, oh, I'm gonna have to edit this and stare at myself for fucking. That's yes. the worst part of it. And then you're like, oh, what if people don't like it? What if people yeah. want to watch my other stuff? And it's just yeah, it's, it's such a pain in the ass. Like for, oh, sorry. No, oh, no, no, go ahead. I was going to say, like, because, Steve, I noticed that on your channel, for example, like, these podcasts come out. Yeah, on. they hate it. <laughs> they hate it. Let's <laughs> be honest. I don't care. I, like, that's all I got is honesty. Yeah, but you enjoy doing the podcast, for example. I do. I love it. It's very yeah, fun. Yeah, we love doing this. And it's, like, a different format, but that's just not what people are used to. It's still well, you. They don't want to click on it, right? Like, like my, my audience who's there for me, they want to see me fuck with people. And I get that. I really do. But it's just so much harder to do now. I can't go to Venice Beach anymore with the camera crew. Everyone knows... Like that people are making money on YouTube now and so they, they run after you to permit you. Like I can't just go set up and do a thing anymore. Like it's impossible. Yeah. So yeah, I had to, I'm trying to figure out another way to do it but it's really tough without a, a full staff of people, production stuff yeah. that I used to have. Yeah. So it's, um, I gotta find a way to, to still make my thing which is just me, yeah. But but it's it's tougher to do that because they're expecting like this higher production thing. And it's not that they're expecting higher production; they don't give a fuck about that really. Mm -hmm. They just want me to be fucking with people in the way that I have to do a higher production. Yeah. So it's harder for me to execute. Right. I always I always think that's interesting too. Is like I always think that there's there needs to be a certain level of quality yeah. within a video. But genuinely, people don't give no, a shit. Not. They hate it. Yeah. But okay, here's the thing. Do you find this like people that started their channel with low production quality? They don't have to do, like live up to this mm. like standard, but I feel like if you started your channel a while ago, like we started when it was like Sketch was popular, so like yeah. it just feels that I feel that pressure because since I started at this quality and now I'm doing this quality, like I, f I never feel like it's good enough, yeah. and I also sometimes like just want to talk, like <laughs> I just kind of like I get jealous of the people that just can open up and talk on their channel, but I feel like on my main channel I have to be fun or like entertaining you know it has to be entertaining like yeah. why would i bring the mood down with a bummer like hey guys let's talk about depression today <laughs> you know yeah Sometimes but then I you just see want to fucking we'll talk about but depression then you see other people do it and they're killing I it i know but like i some but their whole channel's like that you know yeah, that's true and then i'm like oh if i talk about something serious and i'm like cool with it 
does now like when I joke, the people are like, I can't believe you're joking about that after you just did this video where yeah. you were Depression is not <laughs> opening up about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I like kill yourself jokes. Um like, I we like miss it. them. I used yeah. to say kill yourself all the time. It's so funny. Like, I like I it. Kid. And but it's like a trigger now or whatever. But I d- but I have experiences with that and for me it helps me may like take yeah, the like weight off, off it off. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. That's the way that I process it. But you're like not allowed to joke about it if you've like come out and like said something yeah. serious about it. You yeah, know? whatever. I don't care. I know, but that's <laughs> but those it. are and these are all pressures in your head, but they all lead to the burnout because it's like instead of just having fun with it now, you're thinking about all of these things. I actually found the definition of burnout. Do you want to? Do you want to? Oh, hear sure. It? Let's hear it. Just for those people that are like, okay, I'm not a YouTuber. I don't get any of this. <laughs> any of this stuff. Um, okay, so. Definition of burnout uh, is burnout is a state of chronic stress that leads to physical and emotional exhaustion, cynicism and detachment, and feelings of ineffectiveness and lack of accomplishment. Was I burned out at five years old? <laughs> like I've been cynical though, like for the whole time. I, yeah. I always into. I'm always like, what happened to me? Like, why am I cynical? Mm-hmm. Like, I had such a great life so far like mm-hmm. what the hell am i why am i cynical <laughs> but I, I just think it's just because i i see the math when i exactly i see the bullshit of, that's of exactly things. it yeah. that's what i was gonna mm-hmm. say is that like just so many people are so full of shit and then you just get but then that sounds jaded and i cynical. know it does sound yeah. jaded, but it, because it sounds like we're jealous of people or no something. i know but I'm like i've been this way my whole life no me too i yeah i don't really i don't really i think i'd be happier if i could just like be one of them. I maybe I am jealous. Maybe I'm jealous that I can't just bullshit and be okay with it. Well, because right. I've been criticizing you know? YouTube since as, as for as long as I've been on the platform. Because it's funny. Like uh-huh. I see, I see the inside, the inner workings of like this machine and how like full of shit a lot of people are, and how great a lot of people are too. Like you're a really nice guy. Oh, you're, you, I like you. your stuff. So, so it's tough to. Uh, I'm like, no, 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 there's, there's some people who are really full of it, like really big time. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's just fun. It's not like I want to take them down and destroy their lives or anything. <laughs> it's actually funnier that they're super popular because it yeah. it um, uh, it just makes sense to me in a cynical way. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, 100%. And I don't – it's not like um, – I don't know. I remember, I remember always remembering to – take note of where I'm at, where it's like, I remember I would go to the mall and pe- people would come up and say say hi or whatever. And I remember being like, I can't like this. I'm not like I, I'm not allowed uh, to like this because one day it won't happen anymore, and then I will be sad if it doesn't happen. Oh, so you're, you have a fear of losing anything good have, that happens. That's interesting. Yeah. I have severe attachment issues, oh, big time. Yeah, I, I was gonna say that because I, I have the same thing, but it's more like, I just don't. I just don't want to be like full of myself. So that's yeah. interesting. That you're yeah. like, no, I just don't want to lose it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, I don't want to put myself at a. Yeah. I don't want to appear full of myself mm-hmm. ever. I'm definitely not full of myself, and I don't want to appear that way because I know so many people who have been that way throughout the YouTube mm-hmm. journey, and then watching them flame out has been unbelievable. <laughs> you get some satisfaction, don't you? Well, sure, but I mean, you know, people probably watch this like, you flamed out, Steve, but I'm like, dude, I mean, I just started doing other shit. Like, I've been, <laughs> I was parlaying like long before, like on the tubes. Mm-hmm. Like, I was doing movie stuff and been working on writing stuff, so. Yeah, yeah. and just because we have something online doesn't mean that we're not doing something offline. Right. You know what I mean? There's yeah. all, we're always working on other stuff. Hopefully, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. well, that's what like, we were telling ourselves. Yeah. When yeah. We're playing Fortnite. All that. Exactly. <laughs> but, but then yeah. there's some people out there who I know who are great people. They really are. But like they're just waiting for the next like pseudo 
thank you God brand deal oh, to come sure. in for like some watch company that doesn't know that they're not big anymore and <laughs> they get so excited for the payday that is like barely their rent and mm-hmm. they're like well then I'll only have to do that and it's like damn dude like that just makes me damn you know what I mean yeah. I just feel terrible because it's like they're just sitting there in limbo waiting for like I don't know some shoe company to be like yo dude will you do this for 300 bucks and they're like absolutely hell yeah I can't believe I'm a professional Instagrammer that's so cool yeah, yeah right yeah Mm. So it just gets to the point of burnout. You want to talk about burnout? Like Uh, that's where it's like you're the dust at the end of the exhaust pipe, dog. Yeah. And it gets pretty pretty dark. People just like start going down in quality after a while and then they're just kind of like content with it. And people obviously notice that and that's why they stop. Well, because they're not passionate about it anymore. Oh, yeah. It's now like just they're going through the motions Mm -hmm. because they're scared to – venture off and do something else because then their audience will hate them. It's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. But if you mm-hmm. stay and like you're not passionate about the thing that they love you for, then you all they also hate you. But <laughs> when the tube space, like the tube, the great tubes, like the great building of tubes, like oh, when they the when tube. they decide, when they deem that you, it's like we're algorithmically not going to favor your channel because oh you're not God. posting every single fucking day. It's like how do you keep quality and, and your sanity and you post every single day? Like it's like, dude. That's such a pain in the ass because you never really know. Because, I mean, YouTube doesn't even fucking know. Yeah. No. Because you know? it's all AI now. Exactly. We talked about AIs last time on oh. our podcast. And I was like, they don't even have control over it anymore. We heard that I... YouTube don't even have no control over the AI now. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, dude. They're firing the, the they CEO next week. I know, right? The AI fired the CEO, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> I picture crazy. like that South Park episode where they find out how Family Guy is made. And like there's just a bunch of seals like picking balls. Oh, and, like, the manatees thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah the manatees. Uh, it, that's, I picture that being YouTube headquarters now. Mm, it's like no. they don't, you don't even know like what makes a video popular. Just like a bunch of manatees pick balls. And Have you ever talked to a YouTube <laughs> rep before on the phone? Have you talked to those uh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it entertaining how they don't? They can't do anything for you. They but don't like, tell you anything. They don't tell you anything. <laughs> they but they're like, the "Did we help you today?" And it's like, "No, <laughs> no. It's not your fault, though. You seem like a nice person. I want you to yeah, get fired." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I know that you can't tell me anything because I know you guys don't, don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's so interesting. Everything. All the answers are vague and like yeah, they can't. Yeah. It's like an Indian call center when I'm calling <laughs> for computer help. It's like, you know, hey, man, I don't know what the hell. You, I don't know what your issue is, but <laughs> I just want to get you off the freaking phone. Right. No, yeah. it's true. Okay. So a lot of times uh, pe- people try to solve the burnout by taking time off, which is like, you know, you did that naturally. Mm-hmm. Like people do that or people think like, oh, I'm working too much. So I need to take time off to recharge my batteries. But then when they come back, they find like they still don't like it. Like they're still like mm. burnt out. And that's because according to Psychology Today, dot com, um, not sponsored. <laughs> burnout is not simply a result of long hours. The cynicism, depression, and lethargy of burnout can occur when you're not in control of how you carry out your job, when you're working towards go- or when you're working towards goals that don't resonate with you, and when you lack social support. If you don't tailor your responsibilities to match your true calling, or at least take a break once in a while, you could face a mountain of mental and physical health problems. Hmm. Which, like, it's just slowly creeps up on you. It's not like you wake up and it's like, I'm burnt out. It's like, (laughs) oh, how come every day is a, like, is like Everest? Right. (laughs) Can't just take a vacation weekend. Does it feel like that to you? No, I I feel like, yeah, that's definitely true. That's interesting. I was like, just listening to that, I was like, oh, fuck. Well, that checklist. Uh, yeah, good. right. <laughs> I when I was doing like research on it this morning, I was like, "Oh fuck, I I am burnt out." I was in kind of in denial. Mm. I was kind of like, "No, I'm finding new things, and it's yeah. great." But then like, there's 
Your person who's coping with, the, with burnout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's like chronic fatigue. You're always tired for no reason. Oh, I'm that's like, for sure. That's you. Yeah, yeah. I'm constantly tired. I'll <laughs> sleep for ten hours and then it's funny. Need, like, every time five we're about naps. to have sex, she's always like, "I'm very tired." So funny. Oh, so weird. weird. It's weird? burnout. It's mm. not. Yeah. It's yeah. not you, baby. That's what I'm being told by <laughs> WebMD <laughs> and by this website. Right. Yeah, I showed him proof. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. So what, what did you do when you took time off? Um, honestly, I, I chilled, I tried doing new things. So for example, I started a company, um, where I was making uh, a new YouTube channel that was unrelated to me. Um, I'm, I guess I might appear in it or whatever, but it's basically somewhat similar to your Buzzfeed or your like watch cut video, like stack kind of. So you were like producing. Yeah, I was doing production because I actually went to film school for two years. Oh, cool. Why am I fucking hate? Oh, why did I just say that like that? Ew, I what film a douche. I actually, you said I actually went to film school. <laughs> yeah, actually. Like, um, like actually, hey, look, I actually know what I'm talking about. Actually. <laughs> Listen, guys, yeah. uh, these mics are actually negative uh, 2 dB lower than they should be oh, right you now. You know, you're making a joke right now, but you were talking about the, <laughs> these, you were. like, chargey things you that know, I don't even know what they're called. Yeah, phantom power. I love it. Uh, I love it. But, right, like, so I did that whole thing. I ended up dropping out. That's a whole other story and yeah. anyways I love film and that's why I went into it in the beginning um, so I thought maybe I can kind of channel that out doing producing or stuff behind the scenes mm-hmm. because I always did behind the scenes to do my YouTube videos anyways but I was also in front of the camera and like I said Matt, earlier like editing yourself is such a pain oh in the ass gosh. and so <laughs> like having worst. yeah other people in front of it is kind of nice mm-hmm. or you get to be like oh yeah you should do this like this will do great because I have like experience whatever that might mean uh, from like my past experiences I did that. Um, what else did I do? Honestly, I did a lot of reflection, um, a lot of smoking weed. Mm. Yeah, um, great. You know, the huge. Yeah, yeah. sat at the beach uh, and shit. How else do you reflect? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> You're not able to. Exactly. And I did take time off, and I tried, like, figuring out why I hated so much, like, what I started doing. or like Because mm-hmm. I filmed multiple videos within that break, but I ended up trashing them mm. because I just wasn't happy with them or I couldn't get through editing yet. Right. And it wasn't the case, like, where I would just be like, oh, I should just have an editor or something yeah. like that. That wasn't the like, was the like, problem. You, you didn't. Not good enough. You're like, this sucks. Was that it, happens to us too, yeah. Yeah, for me, whenever that happens, because that happened a lot in the beginning of this year, I filmed, like, at least five videos in a month that I didn't, I just couldn't edit and I, like, would redo them and stuff yeah. because I didn't feel, I didn't believe myself. Like, mm. the voice that was talking, I'm like, that. I don't believe that. Like I don't that she doesn't really feel like that, yeah. And I and it just didn't really like it says like it didn't resonate with you and anymore. And it used to, but mm-hmm. it just didn't anymore. It's almost a byproduct Weird. of making yourself film. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's like you feel like I don't even believe what I'm saying, but I know I have to get a video out like yeah. that kind yeah. of shit. I always quit for a day. Do you ever do this? Okay, so this is like whenever I feel completely burnt out. Like I am so frustrated. I don't want to film. I don't want to edit. I just want to quit. Like mm-hmm. I. Because a lot of people just want to quit all the time. You know, you always feel that way. Um, I let myself quit. Like, I'm like, okay, we're quitting today. Today we quit. We mm. don't tell anybody, but we but quit. Why didn't and you film and put it up on YouTube and say, well, I'm quitting YouTube? That's I know, always a right? Big, big <laughs> video. I know. Come I on. How do you not know it? that? I did it. It worked. It was oh. great. Yeah, that's <laughs> Why I'm quitting YouTube. And then your thumbnails you like this. Looking off camera. I love it's like, that shit. It's like when I went vegan for a year and I never made a video saying like, I'm going vegan. When people, tons of views were happening on those See? videos. But I was like, no, but I don't know if I could stay it. And it's, it's not true if I, See? you know, I'm mm. too, have too much integrity, Steve. Yeah. Well, all that integrity, integrity doing a lot for you. Yeah, too. right? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? I'm getting like 20,000 views a video. Yeah, there you go. It's great. <laughs> I need everything. Um, but then no. somebody listens to this, yeah. this is right. They're like, oh man, fuck you. I'm barely getting 200 and I was pretty proud of myself. No, no. It's not that. It's that uh, 
Okay, so I started a second channel that was like growing and the ratio of views to subscribers was like pretty good. It was like everyone that was subscribing was watching the videos. But then on my main channel, it's just like I have more subscribers, but like almost the same amount of views as the like second channel has a fraction amount of the subscribers. So it gets in your head. And I think- You're getting algo slam, dude. I think that's what, for me, that's what burnout was, is that like I wanted to create videos because I love it and it's fun. And then I found myself so consumed with numbers because it makes me feel like I'm failing somehow, even though that wasn't the goal anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and it's and then it's like social pressures, like where you go to this to a party or to an event or whatever. And um, it never used to be about numbers, but because everybody's on social media now, everybody has a following and everyone has this. They look you up and it's like it's like you're a walking number. Oh, yeah. And I just got really self conscious about that and like like in my head about it and then it wasn't really fun to like make more videos because it's like oh if i don't have if people don't watch this like oh i don't know like what what can make people watch this i don't know (laughs) and i don't want it to be that way yeah and for me it's like it makes no sense whatsoever financially where it's like okay so i'm gonna go to the venice boardwalk with a camera guy that i paid yeah and a sound guy that i pay and then I'm gonna film a video and I'm gonna post it and then it's gonna maybe get demonetized. Like there's like a 50-50 chance, right? And especially yeah. with me, it's like 70-30 chance that it'll right. get demonetized, which by the way, all of my videos have been demonetized. Nice. Every single hey, one, yeah, yeah, thank dude. you. It's pretty tight. <laughs> um, so yeah, so then it's like, well, man, so I, I got a 30% chance that I can even make money on my own video that I just filmed. It's like, yeah. it's mm-hmm. dumb. So. Welcome to podcast. Hi, everybody. Yeah, Stephen. Oh, okay. <laughs> shut off. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Perfect timing for Thanks, that. YouTube. Uh, on that note, we are going to cut for a commercial break. Maybe if we have like a, an ad. Do we have an ad? We do. We always do we have, have a sponsor. We always have a sponsor. Hopefully we have a sponsor. We need yeah. to pay these bills. Yeah, we do. We need it. <laughs> So today's episode is sponsored by Green Chef. What is Green Chef? Well, Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that includes everything you need to easily cook delicious meals that you can feel good about. And meal plans include paleo, vegan, vegetarian, keto, gluten-free, omnivore, and carnivore. You you want to know what how Green Chef works? Yeah, I do. Well, recipes are quick and easy with step-by-step instructions, chef tips, and photos to guide you along. And uh, there's something for everyone. With Green Chef, it's easy to maintain a specialty diet and enjoy exciting new options. Deliciousness gets delivered. Green Chef (laughs) expert chefs design recipes with gourmet flavor you typically only find in restaurants. Why are you shouting at me? Look, I need you to get this, okay? (laughs) This is so so jarring. I'm trying to get through to you. Okay, it's convenient and easy, all right? Green Chef thinks dinner should be planned around your life and not the other way around, and I agree. I fully agree with that statement. The dish that I'm like really excited about because it seems really dope is the paella with tofu chorizo. Ooh, I like a chorizo. It's mostly just really fun to say. Paella, tofu chorizo. I'm getting hungry. It's kind of sexy. It is sexy. Chorizo. But it's only because you're saying it. If I say it, it's not sexy anymore. I think it's a double entendre too. Look, that paella, chorizo. chorizo. See? We can move on. So if you want to check out Green Chef, go to greenchef.us slash Y-O-U, like you, you know what I mean? But not the letter U. No, 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 like Y-O-U. Yeah. And then you can check out Green Chef that way. spell it out to get 50 bucks off. Yeah, if you go to that specific URL, you get 50 bucks off your first box of Green Chef. That's a huge discount. It's gargantuan. For 50 bucks off your first box of Green Chef, go to greenchef.us slash y-o-u again that's greenchef.us slash y-o-u 
Today's episode of the Should They Don't Tell You podcast is sponsored by Calm. It's the number one app for sleep, meditation, and relaxation. And it was even named Apple's 2017 app of the year. So I love that we're working with Calm right now because I've been using Calm, the app, for over a year now. And I can honestly say that it's changed my life, especially in the area of anxiety. I get a lot of anxiety. I feel overwhelmed with life constantly. I wanted to meditate, but I didn't know how. It was just really hard for me to focus on breathing. I have a lot of thoughts going through my head. But the way that the app works is you take 10 minutes of calm a day, and there's a central theme to each day to focus on. And the woman who guides you through it, her name is Tamara Lovett. Um, she's really good. And she's really, she's really good at, if you're, if you've never meditated before at coaching you through just how to be more mindful and present so that when you get overwhelmed in your day-to-day life, you just are brought back to the present and it, it actually helps it go away. Um, which I think is great. So that's why I'm just so excited to partner with Calm. And I think that you could also use it, Steve, for your sleep problems. If you have trouble sleeping, meditation is really good for that. Yeah, but plus Calm also has a thing where they, they tell you sleep stories. It's like it's like a bedtime story for grownups, which I, I yeah. think I would actually really enjoy that. Calm gives you the tools you need to live a happier, healthier, and more mindful life. Just five minutes of Calm can change your whole day. It sure has changed Nikki's. Yep. If you head to com.com slash tell you, T-E-L-L-Y-O-U, you will get 25% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of premium programs, including guided meditations on issues like anxiety, stress, focus, and relationships, including a brand new meditation each day called the Daily Calm. I've used pretty much all of them. I'd say 80% of them. It's really cool because they're each like seven-day programs. Anyway, for a limited time, Shirley Don't Tell You listeners can get 25% off a Calm premium subscription at com.com slash tell you. That's C-A-L-M dot C-O-M slash T-E-L-L-Y-O-U. It includes unlimited access to all of Calm's amazing content, and you can get started today. Com.com slash tell you. That's C-A-L-M dot C-O-M slash T-E-L-L-Y-O-U. Calm, the number one app for sleep, meditation, and relaxation. So it's hot. It's a hot summer. And you're trying to figure out what you're going to do because this summer you don't have, you know, ice on the door. You're not one of these rich people who's got a swimming pool in the backyard. Which people have ice on their door? Which people have swimming pools in the backyard. They have ice on the door. They have access to a lot of uh, cold facilities Mm -hmm. uh, that we just don't have. A lot of us don't. Regular people just don't have. Refrigerator? Right. So you're (laughs) thinking, what what am I going to do? Well, it's time to turn your bathtub into a pool. That's right. With a bath pool, you can turn your bathtub into a swimming pool. Now, you might be wondering, how, how the hell do you do that? It seems like you just what? fill up a bathtub with water. Well, no, you, that would just be <laughs> bath water, and that's oh, not interesting. Okay. No, yeah. So what you do is you fill your bathtub with these great pods. Um, they come in a little, little package of 18, of 18 pods? pods. No, no, these great little pods. Oh, great they pods. They come in a package of 18 pods. They're all chlorine-based. So you, when you put the pod into the water, it, it actually adds chlorine to the bath water that allows you to have the, <laughs> the same feeling of what it would be like if you had a swimming pool. Huh. It also gives you the exact, te- the exact amount of twist that you should have on the handle to get that right amount of cold uh, for that nice uh, pool water that when you get in, you're like, oh, this is nice and refreshing. Mm. So, so you know how you can't ever figure out what the right amount of cold yeah. Because like, you want to take Whoa. a cold bath, but it's too cold or it's not cold enough. It's like off a degree. They, yeah. they have a little thing that you put on top of the nozzle of your of your bathtub, and you just turn it to that red to the red line, and it will get that nice, 
like water, like it's fresh f- from a nice swimming pool. Wow. Isn't that great? Where so you can, can I get this? Well, you can get it um, on, at bathpool.com. That's their website. Bathpool.com. And, and if you use the, the code Steve and Nikki, you're going to get 15% off today right now. If you, wow. you got to use it today, though. You got it. How much is it normally? It's 4800 <laughs> $4, bucks. <laughs> Wow, that's Where a steal. Some chlorine pods? Well, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Wow. It, it's, uh, but that's why you got to use the code. You got to oh, use yes. the code. I mean, I definitely would use the code. Yeah, you got to use that code. It's really not worth it if you're not using the code, folks. And they don't want me to say that, but I'm real. I'm a real badass, so I'm going to say it anyway. Hell yeah. Yeah, you bet. All right. So we want to thank Bathpool for sponsoring today. Yeah, thank you so much. That was such a great sponsor. I yeah, appreciate it, guys. Turn, it's time to get a bath pool and turn your bath into a pool. <laughs> For saying I didn't realize you were doing that. And I was like, wait, what? What is going on? I was like, what? These are the. All right. Back to burnout. Hey, we're back. Yes. Hey, we're back, everybody, after that great sponsor. Oh, uh, we that love we that pool. Thanks for, thanks for checking it out. Yeah. Well, hopefully, the, well, if it was an actual sponsor, it was a great sponsor. We're very thankful. But <laughs> no, look, if you're going to get a, I mean, if you're going to get a, a, a built in pool, that's 10 G's. Bath pool is forty eight hundred bucks. It's just cheaper any way you slice it. It's half true. price. But I mean, if you already have the bathtub part, it doesn't feel like a pool. Are you, did you even listen to this spot? Come on. I did. I'm, I have so many questions, but I'll you know save that them after for you a get out of the water and you smell your. Okay, we're done with like bath chlorine. pool. We're done like with that. bath pool. But like if that. you would like to relieve your burnout, maybe you should go for a swim. Ah, you know, segway. Yeah, that's true. I yeah like that. good segue, right? I like that a lot. I feel like what. I've been trying to do, and I can't tell you if it's working yet because I did not take a break from YouTube. Mm. Part of me really wants to, but um, take a break from YouTube. Yeah, but I'm too scared. I don't. Know I'm scared. Mm. Uh, I get why you're it's just scared. all I know. You know, if I if I don't have structure in my life, like, do I have a life? I don't know. <laughs> no, you know what you know what I picture it as. What? Um, it's kind of like um, you you you're like, hey, everybody, I just want to announce I'm going away, and everyone's like, oh, that's too bad or whatever. And then and then like a year goes by, and then you come back, and you're like. Hello, everybody. It's like, and then it's like an empty room, and you're like, I'm back, 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 back. And there's nobody, nobody's nobody's there anymore. You know what I mean? That's what your fear is. No, right? it's not though. Oh, okay. No, it's more just like, um, like I've built like my life around a structure that is mostly around YouTube. I mean, yes, I go to, on auditions and and stuff like that still. And when I book a job outside of YouTube, I prioritize that. But YouTube's always been like a constant for the past like almost 10 years like Mm. 10 years of that being it and so like not having that in my life i'm scared i don't know i'm scared that i just would what would you do yeah would like just peter (laughs) out in my life just like i don't know have babies i just like have a bunch of babies probably (laughs) fucking sucks what's the longest break you've had um i did have a break in 2014 this is like when i had two channels going so i had my vlog channel and i had my main channel and I was still vlogging on my vlog channel because it didn't feel like work. Mm. Um, and so I took a break from my main channel because that did feel like work. And I guess even then it's not really a break because yeah. I was vlogging still, but it didn't feel like like work. It was um, an Asian break. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. You're still working on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, love it. I don't think like, I can oh, ever I fully I'm take a break. break. Yeah. I have to always feel like I'm productive. That's where I derive self-esteem from, I think, you know? Yeah. So, um, but what I, that being said, mm-hmm. to try to help burn out this year, um, I like to just, like, learn new things, like things that I'm completely out of my comfort zone that are is not in my realm of work, like, 
creative things like watercolor oh. or like learning how and like really go deep into it, like learn techniques and like stuff that I'm never gonna make money off of that I don't like want to make money off of. Oh, that's sure. just for myself that I don't even think anyone's gonna see. But I just like it makes me happy to like create and to learn how to do something and then learn how to do it well. And I don't really yeah. really need it need it to be like a moneymaker. Yeah, what's your creative That's, thing now? Like what's your what's your outlet for that? Like oh when it's God. when it's not the tubes. I have no idea. I'm trying to think. Oh, maybe like plant stuff. I'm Ooh, really in I'm yeah. into botany. Green thumb. So yeah. I just started. Word. Yeah. Yo, uh, what's let me your know. favorite plant? Um, I'm actually I'm so okay. This podcast is over. <laughs> I'm into ivies. So okay. because it's like it just branches out. I like, do love ivies, the but they're toxic to cats. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, so, oh, I think a lot of maybe I'm wrong. Never I don't mind. have. I don't know. Pets. I like. A, I know nothing. I like a good. I like a good um, money tree. We have a money tree. I like oh, we have a money tree. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, those, those are, are cool. Those are cool. With the, yeah. with the twisty trunks or whatever. Yeah, the yeah, bamboo type cool. looking. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What's funny is like you literally you mentioned that I uh, downloaded an app last night at like two a.m. where it's it you take a picture of a plant and oh. it'll tell you what it is. That's so dope. It's like what is the app? Are you doing this shit at 2 a.m.? Yeah. Come dude, on, this man. is my people. Come on, dude. It's like guard, guard, uh, guard, um, Gardenia. Uh. Yeah, not sponsored still. Such a good yeah. boy at 2 a.m. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's just, I get crazy at wow. night. I'm looking at plants. It's wild. Dude, that's literally what I do. Like, all I'm looking at is how to redecorate our bedroom. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Inter- interior design is so much fun. Yes. Dude, she'll just stand there in the doorway, uh, like, for 45 <laughs> minutes. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm visualizing. <laughs> that's true. Have that's- you ever tried the 3D model things on your phone? Like, the AR? What? Like, the artificial, yeah, like, no. reality. You can, I, like, yeah. it's Pokemon Go, but you see a, a room? Yeah, so like you mm. take your room that you have yeah. currently, yeah. and then you can place Dude, certain see, things. This was in my there. idea. Oh, that was, her that idea. was my app idea Here like four years ago. Go. But I don't know how to, I don't know how to build an app. You know? Yeah. So. This is like I've been married twenty years. I'm like, <laughs> Here we go. Here <laughs> you could have been a billionaire. Yeah. I know. And then I was like, then you can link like the furniture that you're dropping. You can link where to buy it, so that if people fall in love with it, then then you can get deals with all these stores, so that you know. Because they'd want you to promote their shit right. and your Hey, your maybe app. you'll sue and win, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I think totally. it could Intellectual happen. property. I did talk about it to an app designer before, but then I never followed up because I got scared. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how much is involved in this. Too bad. Yeah. You could have been burned out with like a billion bucks in the bank. I yeah. just saw like how many lawyers do I have to talk to to like mm. own this idea. But that's how people get rich is because they're like, I'm going to follow through on this shit. But they're already rich. So they already have yeah, money, that, like invest happens, like capital. Fair to like start and I'm like I don't have capital if I did I would be making my own show like (laughs) dude I spent this is why I'm not rich I spent 20 minutes looking at how to open a Taco Bell and I was like nah fuck this shit like a franchise (laughs) I was like this shit's hard dude you're like I'm gonna fucking open a Taco Bell yeah I'm like I'm gonna open a fucking Taco Bell (laughs) Mm. it would be the sickest thing ever I got my own Taco Bell I could probably host weddings and shit in it you couldn't even figure out how (laughs) to operate the camera I I did the camera today (laughs) What are you talking about? Yeah, but the, today, how many times have you done it? Honey, we're on the air. I would repeat. Yeah, you didn't okay, know, sorry. You know, I, didn't, I didn't mean to. No, he knows I, how to operate a camera. Yeah. He's super sick. I thought franchising was, I have no idea. Very lucrative. Is it, is Unless it, you got a fucking subway. Sorry, dude. 
Damn, dude, it's over for you, dude. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, Those guys think, are getting killed. Really? Yeah, Subway owners are getting destroyed out there because Subway corporate is telling everybody. I don't know how I know this shit. Subway <laughs> corporate is telling all, everyone, hey, we're pushing those $5 footlongs. And all these people, all these mom and pop Subway owners are like, hey, you're killing us with the fucking $5 footlongs. Nobody's buying anything else. Like, we're getting destroyed on the margins, man. You're fucking killing us. And Subway corporate's like, you fuck you. You fucking sell these fucking sandwiches. <laughs> like, that's basically you're what's actually happening. Yeah, you're fucking gonna like it. Shut the sandwiches down. People's clothes for five bucks each, okay? And people are like, people are getting ice bars with it. We're, we're fucking losing our ass out here. And Subway corporate's like, we don't give a shit. We're, and then they're like, well, you still better pay your corporate fees because we're going to be running these fucking commercials, these five dollar footlong commercials up your fucking ass. <laughs> yeah, showing those footlongs on their ass. Oh, yeah, oh, man. God. These people are getting destroyed. Damn. I was at a Subway recently just because I was like, damn, I feel, I feel bad. It was a pity. It was like a pity sandwich one. <laughs> yeah, well, I saw like a real mom and pop one and then I was like, nah, I'm going to go to the Subway. I feel bad for these people, man. And I walked in and this lady and her husband, I'm not even, I'm not even kidding it right now. This lady and her husband was sitting at a table like looking at each other like this shit. And I walked in and they're like, oh. <laughs> people over here. And the lady gets up and she's like, welcome, young man. Hello. And then she gets behind the counter and it takes her like a little long, longer than I would have liked for her to put on the plastic gloves. And then she slowly made my sandwich and nobody else was in there. You could have heard a fucking dime drop in there. It was crazy. Dude, every time I go into Subway, there's like flies everywhere. That's yeah, why dude, I stopped what? going. I stopped going because it was not eat fresh. Ew. It was like eat fly. Yeah, it Fuck was that. like that. Yeah. It was eat fresh yeah. flies. Eat fresh flies if you want. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty nice. I went to a subway two days ago. And were there flies? Were you there starved? Flies. There was nothing else well, in the area. Well, I'm glad they cleaned closed, up their right? act. It was like midnight, yeah. And so I, I ended oh, up flies just... flies go to sleep at midnight. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's yeah. chill. Um, no, I talked to a homeless guy for like 15 minutes. I had a really good conversation And he was the them. owner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. they're dick, man. I'm like, telling man. you. Ah, uh, Subway corporate. Yeah, they don't even do five dollar footlongs anymore. Well, no, they do. They're pushing it hard, man. Really? I saw a billboard on the way here. They're pushing it hard. Well, to, maybe it's the, the not the right one. I don't think you yeah, went you to went... a Subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, He's like, went... there were no flies. They don't have five dollar footlongs. <laughs> <laughs> it was called Domino's. I was and... one of those businesses yeah. too, where you're in an old Subway, but they call, it's called John's Way, and they kept the way, but it's like now they have like another name in front <laughs> of it. Up. Really? Oh yeah, I've seen a bunch of those. We actually live by one of those. Yeah, yeah, it's not a John's Way, but it's like an old pizza oh. place that like they oh. took the little Caesars sign and they kept like half of it and the first part of it is just different letters and it's like a Thai place. Saving huh. money. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. I love it. I would Capital. do the same thing. It's a lot. Yeah. I was, uh, when I was really into studying business and stuff, I was like 19 and I was like super into how to start businesses and how to invest and all this stuff. And I was reading about franchises and there, this was at the time, 2007, there was a statistic that I read that if you were to start a McDonald's restaurant, which McDonald's is very successful, you're like guaranteed pretty much success, but you don't make money off the first five years. Every year after that, you're guaranteed a million dollars a year. See? But it takes about five years for them to to for to, to actual investment. start profiting and making money. And yeah. then you got employees too, and it's like you know can't come in today. Overhead, and you're like, I gotta go yes. work the Call thing. Yeah. Oh, aren't there more subways than there are McDonald's in the world? Um, I don't know because McDonald's. By the way, if you're still here listening to this, God bless you. God fucking bless <laughs> you. Random shit. This is what we do when we're burnt out. We talk about shit that's like not work. I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I guess you don't want to hear my cool thing. <laughs> no, I do. McDonald's. I want to hear your cool thing. Fun fact. McDonald's is actually more known for their real estate. Like, they pick the best locations. I read that. And they own a lot of real estate. Like, the I want to say majority, but I feel like people will correct me on it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if that's them. true. I don't know if it's true that they own a lot of real estate. And yeah. they even, I think, had their own, like, potato farm. Like, potato, like, like a huge plot of land 
to grow their own potatoes for their French fries. Like they that they own like a potato island where they like well, potato I, don't know, island. I don't know if anybody cares. <laughs> right. I don't know if anybody cares, but I think it's interesting. I will go deep on McDonald's because I <laughs> used to go. think that their shit Get was deep. tight, dude. Used to. Oh well, yeah. Okay, let's I get used into to think it. That their French fries was the dopest motherfucking French fries you ever had in your life. Oh hell And yeah. then what happened? Morgan Spurlock happened. Now I like Morgan Spurlock, and I thought that that documentary was cool and shit. That was good. But the founder or is that? Uh, no, 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 that's the, not even uh, documentary. No, 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 the supersize me one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Morgan Spurlock. Sorry, yeah, wrong Spurlock. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, so yeah, so I, I I remember I watched that documentary. It was great and all. But then all of a sudden McDonald's was like, Yo, we gotta we gotta get fit. We gotta sell salads. We gotta sell apples. And I'm like, nobody comes here for fucking salads and apples, you assholes. Like your shit sucks when you're not selling the regular shit. Like you gotta be slinging burgers at me. I don't want your like your what original fucking fire roasted chicken salad. Like no. that sucks. No, leave me alone. Fuck that. And then they changed their fry recipe. They're like, don't worry, guys. We took all that unhealthy shit out of the French fries, so now it's kind of healthy a little bit and it's like no dude now it tastes bad like just leave me alone just leave my mcdonald's alone yeah all right okay we're still hacking on mcdonald's that was yeah really i get passionate. pissed man i'm a fat kid I, okay <laughs> i want i want that i want it to be back i want the old fries back in france they sell tomatoes in McDonald's. What? Did you know that? They sell whole tomatoes? tomatoes? No, it's like little, it's like those little apple cherry slices. Cherry tomato? But it's uh, cherry tomato. Oh, what? Yeah. Really? Fuck that. That's, that I got sucks. them for fun and then I was like, <laughs> oh wait, like this them? is just tomatoes. Are they just I sugar? Forgot. Like injected no, with sugar? just straight up real tomatoes. <laughs> and like, I, well, I guess they were kind of sweet, so probably. They don't yeah. McDonald's fry them? <laughs> no. They come in like little McDonald's packages though? It's like a toy inside. Because like <laughs> they used to get in trouble for injecting their salad with sugar. Sugar water. Yeah. I know, like they can't help themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, dude, really? You didn't have to do this? They're like, how are we supposed to make the rest of the United States obese if we can't make the salad? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I think it is. That's so funny. I love that. Do you think another part of burnout is like not feeling like anything you do is good enough? Because I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of what I got a point that I got to also when I was feeling I think that there's a bad. standard that we all create in our brains as to right. what we make versus what we actually make. Yeah. And so we feel like we have to reach this impossible standard that we've created that we think we've created but right, we really right. haven't created. No. And mostly people just see you for what you are but you see yourself as like yes. something else. That's exactly it. Yeah. Like, like for example when I felt more free on my second channel than my first it's all in my head. Like nobody it doesn't make sense to other people who are like oh you do personality videos like doing vlogs and personality videos, it's like the same thing, like whatever. But in my head, it was just like so much freer on my second channel. Mm -hmm. Cause it was like, you could mess up, you could do whatever. And it's just like extra videos. It's not like, oh, this is the video you were waiting for, you know? (laughs) Right, exactly. And I don't know, it is in your head, but it's just like, it's entirely in your head. That's the only place it exists. But how do you? I, we all do it. I, how yeah. do you get rid of that? You know? Yeah. I have no idea. See, that's what all I can do, or all I've, all I've been doing this year that I think has been working is just creating new things that give me self-esteem, and then I have more self-esteem when I do my work. Mm. Like I have Damn. more confidence. In You're doing. like storing self-esteem like yeah, a fucking yeah, bear for basically. the winter. Yeah, I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, I'm I got so good at watercolor. I'm good at things. <laughs> wow. That's like a tear running down. Yeah, right? I'm great. I fuck, oh, I love myself. For real. Yeah. I definitely deal with like yeah. perfectionism, like dealing yeah. with like, oh, this fucking two frames are off on this video. Are you uh, half Japanese? I'm half Japanese. Okay, and yeah. half, what's the other half? 
Which is white. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, fuck so that, I'm, yeah. Half, yeah, I'm half Filipino, half white too. <laughs> oh, what? And we were talking. I did this a recent discovery that and I'm like all, all, all white. That like uh, just in case you didn't. Know, <laughs> Thank you. Was oh, the most I, obvious I knew that ever. one. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I knew that one. Um, but like a recent discovery was that like people that were raised with an Asian parent like tend to have more perfectionistic. Oh, I'm sure. Qualities and I didn't really put that together before, um, but it makes so much sense because my dad is the Asian one and he's like super perfectionist and then I'm like get really perfectionist but then my, I feel feel like my white side's like no you should relax man you're doing great no dude it's all it's cool, chill dude <laughs> yeah it's too, like smoke a bowl like go yeah, surfing like, have beer, whatever dude. like have a beer we're all chilling whatever yeah. and no. I'm just like no I gotta stay up like till one in the morning like fixing each frame <laughs> yeah <laughs> is that a, like a piece of a hair in the middle of my head like it's just one hair I'm <laughs> reshooting everything yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah no, it's I could 100 percent relate. Yeah, you know? it's it's pain because like yeah, you kind of just it's instilled in you, right? It's also interesting that your your father is the yeah, uh, yeah. Asian one. That's kind of it's I don't know different. What it's yeah, mostly climate. it's usually the mo- mother that's Asian. Yeah, and that's what it is for my case. But oh yeah, um, we should have a battle. What's what's better, right? Yeah. Know. Oh, is it because like uh, soldiers would come back with wives? Is that why? soldiers? <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure it out. I'm back I think it's war. just like it, it. Yeah, for some reason. Well, there's many things. I think there's, there's many lot, factors yeah. going many on. Like, there's some Asian wives that are, like, fresh off the boat for me. I don't yeah. really allowed to say fresh off the boat. I'm going to say yeah, it. My family's true. fresh off the boat. Um, but, like, there's, like, the fresh off the boat kind with the shows. Remember the shows oh, we're yeah, watching? Oh, yeah, the shows are the best. Where, like, uh, TLC. old guys, like, go poach Thailand girls. We and, love like, this Mail order type shit. Yeah, yes. basically, like, they're talking to them online for a long time. Then they go over and they meet the family and then they take them to America. But they're all weird dudes who couldn't score in America. Oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. so they're always just like the most awkward people, and they're all just like, like, hello, I think that you're really nice, and it's like, oh Jesus, like I just feel so bad for this girl, and then her family's always like, hello, like it's yeah. like that, like like stoic faces and confused looks, yeah. and this like crazy looking dude who basically just looks like the fucking Michelin man's like walking around <laughs> this tiny little Thai girl. And it's like, it's like, where are the cops? Where yeah. are the police? Yeah. But I think there's, there's a thing, too, even with, like, uh, American Asians, like, uh, American Asian girls that are, are like, girls that maybe first generation, um, second generation, They there's a lot of tiny Amer- Asians that are attracted to tall white guys. Oh, like, yeah. that's a big thing. That's it's kind sure. of like... Um, <laughs> Like there's a lot of uh, blondes and black guys, that, like blonde girls and black guys that like, and like that's a stigma with uh, with like black girls are always like, why are you not dating other black women, right. you know? And so with Asian men, there a lot of times it's like, why are you not? Same why thing, are all right? these Asian girls dating not dating Asian men, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but it's just a, yeah, it is odd for my parents where it's like the Asian dad with the yeah. white. Uh, woman, um, I don't know why that is, but my mom uh, grew up in Hawaii, so she oh, like cool. really liked island guys. And <laughs> there's a lot of Filipinos in Hawaii, and so I think when she came back to California mm-hmm. and she met my dad, she was like, "He's one of them." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's a lot of media too, like Asian Asians just in general grow up watching like Hollywood and stuff oh, like yeah. that, and, like all these these like nice white dudes, the and like then, stars. Yeah, yeah, and then and the same. Thing, like the guys watch like Asians and it's like a kind of like a kink fetish thing. Yeah, like, yeah there's fever. a lot of that, man. Interesting. It's so it's so weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And do you ever do people think that you're Asian? Um depends. Do they, Asians think you're Asian? They know that I'm mixed something. or something. Yeah, they know I'm ethically because I'm ethically ambiguous. Yeah. 
and they just know that I'm not white. Yeah. Sometimes I can be white passing, but it's funny. Mm-hmm. You just look like a regular white guy to me. Really? Yeah. No, so, yeah, I knew exactly. we were Asian. But she noticed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to me, I'm like, you're one of my people, man. <laughs> Come on, man. You're one of me, man. Come on, dude. Come really? On. Oh yeah. I actually don't get that often at all. Really? Yeah. No. I think I'm also really bad at this though. Yeah, you are really <laughs> bad. Because like I tell and Nikki, age and age yes. and everything. Like one time Ooh. I was so bad. One time I was we were at a party and there's this lady who's like, yo, I'm I'm I was like, how old are you? And she's like, I'm 35. And I was like, shit, you're 35? <laughs> and I walked up to Nikki. I was like, yo, this chick is only 35. And then uh, and Nikki's like, yeah, yeah, really? Like it was like no, that. No, you were like, I can't believe this chick is is 35. She, to me, looks so she much looked younger. younger. But I was uh, like, Nikki's like, this bitch looks like she was fucking 40. Yo, 47. I didn't say that. <laughs> well, no, but you know what I'm saying. That's so was, mean. No, I know, but you know what I'm saying. But you're making it sound like I was mean. I wasn't mean at no, all. No, I know, but you were like, I, I'm talking about how bad I am at analyzing age and things. Because I personally get mad when when anyone <laughs> makes like fat jokes or like age jokes. Um, so I would never yeah, be I don't like, do, fat jokes. do that pictures. <laughs> No, but that's the way that Steve impersonates me, and it's incriminating. Well, this is not true. He's yeah. sabotaging my. It's a dead-on impression. I will anyway, <laughs> um, I, I get mistaken as uh, Latina a lot, so mm. well, I get offended that I'm not invited to any Asian things because I'm not Asian enough. Um, but then I'm not invited to Latina things because they find out I'm not actually Latina. So then I don't. I'm just. I don't get invited to anything. I have no people. Yeah, that's always hard because you don't. You don't really know which way or like where within that spectrum you like align yeah because the people on both sides are like no you're the other side right yeah, yeah. and to me and i'm like you're one of me <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Okay. to me i was like i don't know if this is true for you but growing up i didn't feel like there was anyone that, that i related to on tv like i didn't think i looked like anyone and i wanted to be an actress but i was like i guess i can't be an actress because I don't look like them. I wanted to be blonde and white so bad. Right. But then when I got to the age like of acting, like the age where I began acting professionally. The age of acting. Um, we, we yeah, know. the age of acting, yeah. <laughs> well, I started acting when I was a kid, but like when I started taking it professionally, like doing it professionally. Um, that, that was in. Like ethnically ambiguous was in. Yeah. And so I felt like, yay, we're finally getting represented or like there was a lot more dark skin, dark hair, like Asian, whether you're Asian or black or Latina or whatever, I was just happy that there were more people than just white people on TV. But then people started being like, but you're not one of us. <laughs> and then I'm like, damn it, yes I am. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what. That's the only thing that made me annoyed. <laughs> How yeah. did we get on this topic? What the hell's going on here? Well, you got something to say about burnout? You have five minutes. Okay, so I think that if you're burned out out there, suck it the hell up, like my grandpa would say. <laughs> like, what the hell you got to complain about? Another thing my grandpa would say. Like, mm-hmm. just show up for work every day. That's the third thing he would say. Like, it, like who cares you're burnt out? Like, your life is good. You, li- you, you just, just by, just by, you know, being, just having the opportunity to work on what you like dream of is not something a lot of people in the world have had. Like traditionally, like if you look throughout history, like they had to worry about survival. And you have an opportunity to work on the shit that you that you think is dope, like maybe after your job or before your job or whatever the mm-hmm. hell it is. So just try to do that. Like that's what I think. No, I like that. Yeah, yeah and I think it's the hardest thing for me was like learning that self care is actually important. I thought it was such a myth before. I thought it was just like like something lazy. Like I associate it with like being like lazy, like you're mm-hmm. relaxing too much. Like you should be working. It's not efficient. You should be more productive. But now I'm realizing that you can't. You're actually less productive and less efficient if you don't actually incorporate self-care. 
And that's been the hardest thing for me. Like I have to force myself to relax and I'm terrible at relaxing. He knows I'm like terrible at <laughs> relaxing. At it, yeah. I like try to relax and I'm thinking of like a thousand things and then I get stressed out over those thousand things. Yeah. I'm like, well now that I'm relaxing, let me redecorate this bedroom. <laughs> Shit, what, what can I put in this corner? Oh, that doesn't match. I hate this wall color. And then I just and get stressed out again. While she's quote unquote relaxing, she's like, she's like, I'm trying to relax. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that. It's like, it's fucking hilarious. It's like she's in a mode. Yeah, so like I was reading this article on psychology today and they said like if the normal methods of meditation and and like deep breathing exercises don't work for you because with a lot of high uh it says high octane people i don't know if yeah with a lot of high fast and furious watches yeah that that traditional stress man stress management doesn't work and that's okay and one idea is to go on an extreme vacation, which is not a vacation for a long time. It's a vacation where there's challenges involved, where like you go hiking or skydiving. What, what or, like, set are you on? High octane extreme vacation. Are you on monsterenergy.com? <laughs> Sponsored like, by monsterenergy.com. Yeah, it's like a promotional thing But it kind of aligns with what I was talking about before, where like you're doing something challenging that like builds your self-esteem while you're also va- taking a break from work. That's interesting. Yeah. Where would you guys go then in that scenario? Dude, when, when we went to Bali, Bali that was, was so fun. Oh, I we went go. on this like crazy hike that took you to like the secret garden type of like waterfall area. And then we slid down this natural 25 foot waterfall. Like you looked, it what looked like you would fuck? die like yeah. if you slid down it. But this local boy did it. And then we were like, <laughs> we oh, had to shit. watch the local like, boy yeah. go first. If he didn't die. Yeah. yeah. And then my, my friend who's tiny, she did it next and she lived. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll do it. And it was so exhilarating. It was awesome. I really feel like that was the only vacation I truly felt rejuvenated after where I was like ready to go back to work and it might have been because of those high octane activities hey wow it's like you're doing a brand deal here that was tight (laughs) Uh, trip advisor yeah Yeah. I forget New Bali was the name of that tour did you guys like film it or anything though we did did so you did kind of work oh I did kind of work yeah you were definitely vlogging the whole time but so here's the thing I just love documenting things even if no one sees them Mm. so I did end up editing it later and like posting it but I had just bought a drone and that was the first time I ever used a drone and it was so fun like I was just having so much fun droning I didn't think I would love it that much it was so fun and I learned all these different things you could do on the drone and then I had to look up editing techniques with drone footage you know (laughs) and I was like happy again like it was like I was actually experimenting having fun like and those videos did not get very many views but I didn't give a shit like I loved it like I loved making those anyway uh, those are my final thoughts I think I like it final thoughts on burnout uh, live just t- I what I do personally is go look in the mirror and say stop giving a fuck no one gives a shit I've started doing that within the last couple of months that's right it's kind of helping it's kind of like affirmations yeah exactly yeah, like yeah, yeah. but like tough tough affirmations like <laughs> yeah. you're like hey fuck you <laughs> fuck you yeah. flip yourself off <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. bitch and what if that's to you right you're like you're like mm-hmm. come on man nobody gives a shit right like that kind of thing yeah. no yeah. I bring all my friends in oh, to the bathroom I'm like hey guys just real quick yeah. fuck you fuck, fuck you. you nobody gives a shit about you then <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly nice. no, that's pretty much that's oh, and, and actually like creating content that you like have joy with like every time now I'm like, does do I actually like this or is it just because people are gonna get mad if I don't post this? And <laughs> that makes sense. I, yeah. I like that. I think that's we're all getting in a healthy direction. Amen. Cool. I just don't want to get fucking demonetized because I got I got fucking rolled on that shit, what? man. 
I just don't want to get demonetized. Dude. Demonetized. Because I got sometimes wrecked. I mumble and I don't. I got completely wrecked. Yeah. <sighs> True. It's always so. fun. Well, yeah. anyway, on that note, anyway. thank you so much for being here, Matoki. Where can <laughs> they find you? Um, Pornhub.com slash Matoki. Yeah. Um, a lot of, of self jerk <laughs> yeah. videos. Those are really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you positive, a lot of positive speeches while you do it. That's mm-hmm. great. <laughs> like very, very nice uh, advice. No. Um, you just Google my name, Matoki, M-O-T-O-K-I, something will pop up. Cool. That's what I tell people. That's badass, dude. Yeah. I wish I could do that. Hey, That's just true. Google it is Steve, a very unique name. <laughs> <laughs> it's you'll like, see. hey, man, I'm on page fucking 3,000. Like, we're, we're, you know, there's just been a lot Steve. of steez, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can say it with his first name on the site. Damn. Um, also, if you would like us to talk about a topic that you don't think we've talked about yet, feel free to email me at podcast at Nikki.limo. That's podcast at N-I-K-K-I dot L-I-M-O. If you want to critique Nikki's face or body, that's the same email. <laughs> no, you should Use go to my YouTube email. comment section where everyone else does that. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, have, I like my audience. I love my audience. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> They're great. I'm not pregnant. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.